0: You guys know one of the things that I absolutely hate doing is finding a new barber. You know, if you are a black man, you know how difficult it is to find somebody to cut your hair right, right? And not feel like you have to explain to them every single time. I remember when I first moved down here to Orlando, I actually hadn't found a barber here yet. So I decided to continue to go back to Jacksonville every other week to get my hair cut. Obviously, that wasn't a viable solution. But search no more because I have the best barber there is. His name is Jose, and he works at DNC Barbershop here on Hiawassee Road, 2736 Hiawassee Road. This guy is one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet, and he does good work. Like, I can go in and say, hey, I want this, I want that, and it's at a reasonable price. So if you guys are local and you're looking for somebody to cut your hair, Search no more. Go down and visit him at DNC Barbershop at 2736 Hiawassee Road. And just tell him that Reggie sent you. Now, I can't guarantee he'll do something for you, but he knows who I am. Check him out. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Good evening. Had a little bit of uh, behind the scenes uh, stuff that I needed to get taken care of. And I just realized that you guys can only see that part of my face. And you got that harsh light right here, right here. So give me a second. Let me work on the lighting real quick. That's a little bit better, that is better. Hello. So, good evening. It is currently 7.07 here in the beautiful Akoi, Florida. I'm starting to see a few people come in. Hello, Susan. How are you? Good evening. Susan is actually a good friend. Uh, She's a part of the Crafty Notary and also the Florida uh, Notary Network. I am so sorry. Uh, Notary Network. Advice to everybody. Don't take a nap before you gotta be on because you'll be in the situation that I'm in right now where I didn't want to get up and go to sleep. Um, Yeah. Let's take a look. So, um, you know, I decided to do this video, um, for the purpose of just kind of using this as a, as a, Darn it as a barometer for where I was and where I am now. Um, as you guys all may know, I started, uh, uh, the notary business about six months ago it was beginning of January oh no about five months ago the beginning of January and um, my introduction to the business was quite easy but it went with a lot of growing pains for me Um because I just had an expectation of what thing, you know, how things were going to work, um, right into me getting involved and and uh, just things that I, I learned over time. I had a very small expectation, small rather large expectation of what I thought business was going to be when I first started. And you know, you hear a lot of friends and family members who say that they're going to start a business or how are you doing, Sashi? How are you? Hey. <laughs> Sashi is also a friend from uh, the Crafty Notary. Shout out to the Crafty Notary for her um, presentation that she had yesterday about uh, e notary on call. Um, I think what she said was helpful. It was really, really helpful. And uh, it actually made me decide to give the platform a second chance with Uh, (laughs) going back on there and trying to see if I can get a good notary uh, uh, bit there. I'm doing okay. Um, I just woke up literally like five minutes ago, and to be honest, probably wasn't the best idea for me to uh, take a nap prior to, but I just had to go to sleep. What's up, Black Curry? Black Curry is a friend to the pod. How are you? He uh, is on one of the very first episodes of this season um, we had a follow up episode with him. He did an episode two years ago, and he came back today, or not today, but recently, um, to do a second interview. So, um, so I know you're gonna be there for the season finale. So, I'm gonna have to give you all the information. But I, what I envision is a big group of all of us who've been on the show just stop being say some nice words and you know uh, talk about where they've been and how they're you know how they're doing. But I was looking for my phone, but. The good thing is, is I can actually see the comments here so um, I don't have to necessarily um, go and search for it. It's probably on the chart or somewhere. But um, you know I know a lot of you guys have heard and seen uh, you know friends and family members that have you know told you you need to go own your business because you complain about corporate America or you know uh, especially if you're in sales they talk about how slow it is and you know, the ebbs and flows and, you know, this wouldn't happen if you own your own business. Well, for me, that wasn't something that I really desired to do um, at all, to be honest. And I just, I guess it was, a, it was a, a couple things, but one of the things that really stuck out was like, what, what am I, what would I do for my business? You know what I'm saying? i just thought about like all the work that it would take for me to to put it together you know the overhead cost behind it and just a whole bunch of like stuff that i didn't want to be a part of i figured you know corporate america would always have my back and and that i'm you know i'm never going to leave corporate america and you know um i would much rather you know things happen and it be on their dime and it's my own money and Where am I going to get the money to be able to do it? And just all these things that were really just negativity, just keeping me from doing it. I would say last year, after my mom passed and then Carlos's father passed, it put me in a different position. Like I was thinking uh, slightly differently, slightly different. I started to think about my legacy. I started to think about, you know, if I left this world today, what would I be leaving behind? And it was really just, you know, uh, a bit of debt and, you know, just, you know, a few trips that I had went on. So as I started to think about my legacy and what was left, what will be left on this earth after I were to, you know, untimely pass, if it were to happen, you know, uh, sooner rather than later, I just kind of thought about you know, the imprint that I would leave. You know, I did have the podcast and I've been podcasting for about two years now. But I wanted something a little bit more tangible. So um I would say the latter part of the year I had a really good friend of mine who decided to get his notary. You know. Now I've used a notary in the past, but I never really knew the uh, ins and out of how to become one. I was really just kind of questioning, like, okay, notary. All right, well, whatever. Maybe I will live into that. Um, and he kind of explained to me a little bit about what his intentions were. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thought as you were. So you get it. You, you can clearly understand. You know, death is one of those situations that will get you, you know, it's, it's one of those events that will get, have you thinking of your own mortality. And it would also get you to to thinking about what you've done and what you've accomplished, you know. If you were to leave now, like how is that gonna impact, you know, others and what is that gonna be, you know, uh years to come. So, um, you know, he, he said that he was getting his not- he got his notary and his intention was to be a com- become a loan signing agent and, you know, that, that was gonna be, you know, his side hustle. So I was like, you know, I went and I looked it up And the first thing I thought, like, God, that's expensive. That's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I I spend all that money for something that I don't even know what notaries do, right? So I talked myself out of it. And then um, during the Thanksgiving holiday, I had a little bit of disposable income. And I decided to go back on the NNA website. That's where I got my accreditation stuff from. Went back on the NNA website, looked at it, I was like, you know what? You ain't got to work tomorrow. And tomorrow was Black Friday. Why don't you just go ahead and do it? So I did. Passed the test, everything on the first try. I mean, it's it's pretty easy to pass. It's really not that difficult. <laughs> but I passed, and I got really excited. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is something I can have to my name. I really got into it. I started reading some of the things you can do and just learning just from the course and and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I was going on YouTube at the time, just listening to people, you know, talk about how successful they were with, you know, being a notary. So I was excited, uh, needless to say. So um, I decided to go an extra step further and um, decided that I wanted to get my Uh, LLC. Um, Didn't really know much about an LLC. Uh, I just know what the uh, letters mean, limited liability company. And I created that because I wanted to protect my intellectual property when it came to uh, podcasting. You guys, as I said earlier, know that I'm a podcaster. And at the time I had a teammate that I was working with um, that I was kind of concerned wasn't in it for me specifically and I just felt like I needed to create this business to create, you know, to protect my my intellectual property, my name, and what I've created in the digital space with my uh, podcasting. So um, that was the 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 real reason for creating that. I did that. Um, I got some advice of a coworker that I worked with, a manager at the time. He uh, rep- uh, uh, referred me to who he got his. Um, his LLC done through, um, which, you know, to be honest, you could have done it yourself, but I'm kind of one of those people like too much. Like It seemed like a lot of work. So I had the disposable income to do it, but now looking back like at it, I probably should have just paid it done it myself. But it was done. Um, and uh, I went through that whole process. And as I was going through, it, I started to realize how more excited I was getting into, you know, having something to my name rather than just you know, money that I was leaving or paycheck or, or whatever the case may be. I had something tangible that I, you know, would be able to hold on to and, 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 and essentially show my contribution to, to the world other than just, you know, my life, you know, existing. So throughout the month of December, waiting on my uh, notary Took a while for that to come i had to send the documents again you'd have to watch uh season one uh, uh episode one season this season to find out that host fiasco but i did that and my llc was formed and i decided that i was going to launch my website um, as well as my um, business on january 3rd of 2022. so um I did kind of a, a launch, a, a soft launch because, you know, I didn't have a physical location um, and went through the whole process. It was it was really fun, um, but I really didn't do a whole lot. All I did was just wait until the third and I released a, a statement on Facebook, um, you know, talking about my business. and I don't even know if I had a logo at the time. But my. Business name was Soko Gone Productions and Soko Gone Productions was grown out of the uh, aspect of, you know, the the production company that I was going to do my podcast on there. So, uh, but under that umbrella, I was going to be doing the mobile notary um, and also a wedding officiate because here in the state of Florida, you can be an officiant, And, uh, you know, that's great. That's another sense of income. But I just thought on the third, you know, when my launch date was that I was just going to be having all this business lined up and that people was going to be calling me and I was going to be exclusive and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, the coming weeks after the the 4th of uh, January, I realized that I needed to reevaluate my situation and figure out how. I'm going to be successful if I want to call myself a business owner, which is a long and short way of saying what I've learned as a business owner. That's what this episode is about. I've had a lot of ups and downs, growing pains and things that I've just kind of, you know, uh, met with. And I want to share that with you. So if you guys are interested in becoming business owners or, you know, uh, just want more information and you think that my experience will be helpful to you um i hope this video uh um you know can be considered resource material for you to start your own business i will right off the bat say i recommend everybody have their own business the hard part is not deciding to go into business the hard part is figuring out what it is you would want to do at any given time uh you know when you become a business owner You know a lot of us will allow it to be um you know ambiguous and fit you know a little bit jack of all trades but when you go to presenting yourself to others and people ask you what you do you want to be able to have a clear and discerning answer uh to be able to explain to them otherwise you're just going to look like another person that is a part of this whole group of folks who you know uh jump into owning their business um and Doing whatever it is they do, right? So, um, so yeah, it was very easy for me to 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 get the LLC and all that. I mean, because I didn't do the work and to get the idea of you know making the mobile notary uh, you know business. But I had never, I didn't really think it through of how I was going to gain business. Um, I just kind of assumed that notaries are part. Not assume we are a public office, so you can search for us. You know, There's a database and all, but my thought process is that I was going to just become a notary, and people were going to know that I was a notary, and they'll want to seek me out, right? And that was coming from an experience that I had a couple years ago where I had to get my VIN number uh, updated, and I had to schedule a notary, and the way I found her was Google. I just thought that it was as organic as it was, or as it was for me. Uh, No, and we're going to get into that. So, Very early on, um, within my process of, you know, uh, launching my, uh, notary business, I realized that it was very important for me to have realistic expectations about, um, my business and that, uh, I needed to think about the value that Reggie, uh, adds to it. So that was my first lesson. Um, My expectation, as I said, I just thought that people were going to just find out and know and I would be busy. Um, I didn't consider the idea of advertising and putting myself there out there in a way to where people can find me. Um, I just. I mean, listening to myself say that now. You know, it, it almost sounds like, come on. Reggie, you didn't you didn't know that but no i had never you know considered the idea all i know is when i went on youtube i just heard people saying that they were making two and three thousand dollars as a notary a day or whatever the case may be and i figured it would be the same for me you know, a lot of those videos you know that you catch aren't you know in chronological order so you meet them in the middle of their journey where they're talking about the highs and how things are great and how things were easy um they, they rarely, you know, you rarely go in and search, you know, where you have the information behind, like, OK, this is what it's going to take and this is what you need to do. So there was a little bit of uh, naivety on my part, you know, when it came to blocking that, because it clearly did not start that way. So that brings me to my next point. You know, growth and exposure is not organic. You know, um, it's just not going to be this, you know. Uh, organic process <clears throat> where you create a business you know how they used to say with the uh, commercial if you build it they will come <laughs> which makes it sound like all you got to do is just build it and then everything else is just done by the universe <clears throat> no that is where the advertising comes from that is where you start to you know create a Yelp page that's where you start to find um, you know, notary groups on Facebook, which I'm a part of three. I'm a part of the Florida Notary Network, Networking Notary. I'm part of the Black um, Notary Network, and I'm also a part of the Crafty Notary, which I have a very special story about her later on. So you guys hold on to that because I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about our interaction um, in, uh, in, the, in the video later on here. So um, it was really about aligning myself with uh, people who were doing the exact same thing that I did or was doing at the time I hadn't uh, decided on if I was going to get my loan signing agent uh, badge or whatever, simply because that would have been an additional 200 and X amount of dollars um, more. And I just didn't see the value into purchasing that yet. um, Simply because I felt like when I ain't got no business, ain't no need to be spending that money. So, um, I got involved with the, um, you know, those notary groups. And over the uh, Thanksgiving holiday, I had conversed. I, I, we had a dinner here. We had our next door neighbor who was there. And we talked about some of the things that we plan on doing in 2022. And one of my things was being a notary. Well, she remembered that. And I told her that I had taken my notary class and she gave me a number of a young lady who was already doing it. She had done some notary stuff, you know, uh, recently they got to talking and she was like, yeah, well, here's my number. If you're ever interested, um, just give me a call. Um, and after I shared this information with my next door neighbor, she was like, hey, the girl that worked with me when I did the stuff that I did she does notary so maybe you should reach out to her so i was like all right cool so i did reach out to her now this young lady was a breath of fresh air she was super sweet uh, she was very excited at the fact that i had gotten and i didn't even know her um and i was just like yeah you know but she goes let me know when you get your loan signing stuff and then we can talk and I was like, all right, well, I don't know. I ain't got the money to do I don't really want to go through all that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'll let you know. So, you know, that was a relationship that I knew that I would be able to, you know, forge and, and continue had I done the loan signing stuff. But I've reached out to her, you know, periodically through my journey as being a general notary. And she just kept saying, come back to me when you get it. All right. So that was January. I was riding that general notary thing pretty hard. February come around, it's like, man, dang, that ain't working, you know? So I started to research more about loan signing services, start, you know, going into more information about loan signing in general and what they do. And one of the things that appealed to me about it was the attention to detail, you know, the documents in which you're presenting to the customer and just how, you know, uttered, Utterly trained you have to be to be able to become a loan signing agent, not that you have to deep dive into like all the documents and stuff. It's just that you need to know those documents hand and foot uh, prior to being with those customers. And it just that was a part of my personality that that thrives on that because I'm a very observant person. So I kind of was throwing, uh, you know, bouncing around back and forth. And at this point, I had not done any business at all as, as anything. Hadn't done a had a website that looked beautiful. I had a you know a stamp that I had never used, and I was just ready. I read it to go, y'all, read to go. But I didn't, you know, there was nothing I could do because it wasn't coming, and I had I didn't know yet, you know, that it wasn't organic. I didn't know yet. I needed to you know, go out and and do the work in terms of advertising and putting myself in spaces, you know? Um, so I didn't do anything. So then I got the idea of getting my remote online notary. I decided to do that. And this was the first time that I had come across the video of the crafty notary, Ayana. Um, and Ayana speckled through that, uh, you know, Ron course, you know, the idea of becoming a loan signing agent and how that was something that she had done herself and that she found, you know, she was fulfilled from. So I immediately subscribed because I loved her personality. I thought she was a very cool person. And I was just like, you know what? And she was local too. So they just, you know, added an element of like, uh, uh, com- I guess, camaraderie, if you will, um, you know, to the fact that she was so close and, you know, she's also in Florida. So she under- understands the demographics and and, and stuff like that and she looked like it you know what i'm saying you know so um you know i i decided to do the wrong thing and i actually mentioned to her on her facebook uh, on her uh, youtube page the crafty notary by the way i'm out of town your Internet is choppy. I got you well you can come and go as you can i appreciate you man you know you always hold it down as a as a supporter so i appreciate you 110 black curry. so thank you Um, so I reached out to her uh, or not reached out to her. I said on her page, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get my run and blah, blah, blah. And I was saying, you know, it's going to be a little expensive uh, to get my, um, what was it? Uh, my loan signing agent, we call it LSA, affectionately called LSA, loan signing services or loan signing agent. So, you know, she's like, well, you know, it's, it's definitely worth it. I think you should do it. And if you do, let me know if you do. So, um, not only when you become a loan signing agent, you have some additional things. You have to take the course, you have to do the training, and then take the course, and then you also have to do your background uh, stuff. You know, you probably want to increase your um, your uh, E and O, which is uh, Errors and admissions uh, insurance, and make sure that you have a you know decent amount. You start off with twenty five thousand, um, and I decided to increase it to uh 50,000. You know, that just gives you more um insurance in the event that something happens. Um and E&O insurance, you know, is not as costly as one may think, but um you know, it all depends on what works best for you. So I held off a little bit longer um and I would say the week of Valentine's uh Day I decided, you know, let me go ahead and just do it. I used my credit card because to be honest, I just transitioned to this new position. I was only doing hourly and, you know, me and my husband would struggling us financially. So that was also part of the reason why I didn't want to uh, spend the money to do it either. So um, I decided to pull out the credit card and decided that I was going to become a loan signing agent. And we all know who happened to have, have done this process know that it. It's not, it ain't cheap for you to become a loan signing agent. Um, I, I already had a simple printer. I knew that I would need to upgrade. I also knew that I would need to spend the money in terms of getting other supplies like another printer, shredder, which I ended up buying uh, later on, um, paper, uh, legal paper, um, printer cartridges, printer, you know, uh, accessories, uh, all these things that you need, um, as an initial startup, um, on top of the 259, because I wanted to get the entire course, um, which included the 259 also included like a basic, um, NNA membership, um, or access to the NNA uh, hotline, um. So that was that was the one that I think I, that I went with um, and it was one of the, the highest packages because I wanted to make sure that everything was set. Um, on that on that process, so, um, you know, I, I don't even remember specifically how I was able to do it all, but I did. I purchased all these things. So that takes us into until, until about March. Um, this is where it was the the hard and discouraging part. Espanol, por favor. Lo siento. No hablo Espanol. Bueno, yo hablo Espanol poquito. Well enough for me to be able to get in trouble. So so sorry. <laughs> you got to Google Translate it if you can. Um, this, this is where it became very hard and discouraging. I know that's a very generic like thing but it was it was like man, I'm spending all this money and I don't even know how well I'm gonna do and I wish I knew if spending this money was actually gonna make a difference that was what I was concerned about you know at this point if you add up all the notary stuff that I had uh, purchased the course for being a notary the EO insurance the course to become a loan signing agent Iran uh, printers printer paper uh, printer cartridges and all that fun stuff. I was probably out. I would say fifteen hundred dollars at this point. Saludos uh, this this day, Venezuela. Soy amigo de tu hijo. Ah, he's a friend of my son Juan. How sweet! See, I told you. This is as far as you're gonna get out of me right now. You know, I can I can definitely understand, uh, you know, basic Spanish, but, you know, not well enough to speak business. But it was discouraging because I just didn't have any way of measuring whether I was doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, especially when you own your own business, you do have to step out on faith. There's nobody that's going to be able to tell you what works for your business and what doesn't. You have to be the judge. And that's a very scary thing because you're so, no entiendo, <laughs> um, that's a very scary thing because you're so used to, you know, being in corporate America. If you've been in corporate America for a number of years, having to do the things that they tell you and, and you know, do the, uh, you know, doing it with the protection of the company, um, it could be, uh, you know, very like carefree in that way. But you being a business, is like, if I don't produce money, then I'm not going to be successful. If you don't produce money, you're not going to be successful. If you don't produce. And that that kept going on over and over in my head. Um, Safi said, I can relate. I have to and have to remind myself that I just started and my journey is different from others. Exactly. Not everybody's journey is the same. Not everybody's journey is the same. Um, You know, some people get in, you know, with low cost because they've, you know, gotten things over time. Um, And some people get in and they struggle with like I do. And I did. So, you know, uh, I don't even think that if I had the validation that I was on the right path, that I would even I still wouldn't have had the anxiety that I had. I think I still would have had it regardless. I would have talked myself out of it because that's that's what your mind does. Your mind does whatever it takes to make you feel comfortable. And, you know, it wants you to stay in that little box that we know is going to work, which means I would just get up and go and do my 10 to 7 every day and not worry about anything else. And, uh, you know, just go from there. But. You know, you you have to be able to get yourself out of that mindset because that's going to stop you from from doing the things that you ultimately want to do. Um, I didn't mention this before, um, you know, uh, but when you do decide to go into business, you have to find out your why. Okay, you need to have a why to be able to focus on that when things do get hard, like, you know, spending all this money and you ain't got no, you know, return on your investment. And my reason for being uh for wanting to become a business owner is to, you know, have something tangible, um, you know, that I can leave to my son, you know, um, and secondly, uh, you know, something else to my name. Um, and I wanted it to be something that was going to essentially become uh, uh income for my um uh, podcasting, you know, I mean, things like this, like this, my right here, this, this spencer, this mic, this iPad, I got their, are real spencer, okay? The styrophones that you guys see you can't see it, but that, that's stuff, that, that real spencer, right? I mean, and my normal job wasn't going to be able to pay for all of that, you know, and I needed to make sure that, uh, I needed to, I needed to make sure that I was going to, um, I needed to make sure that I had some income, had some income to be able to purchase the things that I need as a podcaster, because that was really what my main focus was going to be. You know, I was going to do the long signing thing on the side and then be, the, you know, this podcaster, which I, I still am. But I was going to focus more on that. And this will just be like a a, a a side hustle thing. But I mean, we're six months in and I will tell you guys the experience that I've gotten. is completely unexpected. You know, I still produce the shows and do all the things that I need to do. But I got a lot of experience very, very fast in, in, in loan signing. That, and that brings me to my le- next lesson. You've got to be flexible. You have to be flexible with the way business may take you. Because my expectation was that it was going to be this fast start and things all like, you know, just happen. And to think about it, I probably wouldn't have even been ready, and I probably would have crashed and burned had I done that. But it was more of a slow burn because I didn't get my first client, even free client, as a um, uh, general notary uh, general notary work until March. At this point, I had gotten my uh, did my commission. Started it in January, but I didn't get my first customer until um, March. And it was actually a next door neighbor who was like, I had gotten business cards um, very early on. And, you know, that was when I had like podcasting. It was this rainbow cards. I don't have them up here that I had. um, And when I go back and I look at her, just some atrocious. I don't even know why I did that, but I did. But she was like, oh, yeah, you remember when you gave out the cards? I need this thing notarized. I went, I, you know, I notarized it for I didn't charge her because my agreement was that I wasn't going to charge the verified customer because I wanted to um, you know, uh, get the experience but she just happened to be someone that was right down the street from me, you know and I was very excited about it, I was very happy and I just went in and I was, y'all should have seen me, y'all would have thought that I was conducting like damn, you know uh, 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 oil prices <laughs> the way I had it because I was excited, I was just like Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what is okay let's do your oath and, you know but she was very sweet and um, you know I, I ended up having to run back next door and, and, and stamp something else so that was kind of cool but you know um, to I remember having a conversation with Carlos and being like I don't know if I made the right choice I'm really thinking that maybe I shouldn't have done this because ain't nobody coming and Carlos said and he'll tell you now which he's in the room right now because you know he had a long day but um he was like it's going to happen love don't worry about it it's going to happen and that was really just his faith in me and him knowing you know how I am as a person you know that uh, he believed in me and I was just that that wasn't something that I had for myself in the very beginning and you know I was very hard on myself I was very very it's been very difficult or not difficult I was just being really hard on myself because I just had this idea of what I thought it was going to be and it it didn't work out that way. So um, you have to be able to weather the storm because it isn't for the faint of hearts, you know, depending on what you decide to do, um, even if there is a market for what you're doing and people need it, it's not going to be something that's going to jump off right away. And you have to learn to, you know, get off of that ledge of negativity when you're on that train as a business owner, because it's easy. It's easy to, to get there because you don't have someone that's pushing you in that way. It, all it is is you and maybe a couple of family members who, who know about what you do. And, you know, businesses, isn't they aren't started by the people who know us. They're, you know, started by, you know, word of mouth of folks who have interacted with us, you know, by, for example, uh, you know, me giving my business cards out one day, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I did that so yeah the, the the crafty notary um ayana was uh i remember after i decided to go get my loan signing um agent uh uh certification uh i reached back out to her and i told her that thanks to you um thank you
1: um
0: then i said thanks to you i decided that i'd become a loan signing she was like oh great awesome let's get to go so um after you know she gave me that vote of com- confidence and she doesn't sound like that really so that wasn't a <laughs> i'm gonna try to i, I got as cool as shit i i love ayana she is amazing an amazing person sashi and susan they know they know how amazing she is and how she really put forth an effort to to really just teach us what she knows you know but um uh, so that was my interaction with her but do you guys remember the young lady that I was telling you about? Um, when I uh, she told me to keep in touch with her and let her know when I got my loans out of agent uh, uh, certification, she turned out to be my mentor, Lucretia. Lucretia is super sweet. I swear, the first time that I met her, because it's really kind of despised in our business a lot of times. Oh, you, yes, Susan knows. She drops so much knowledge, absolutely. A lot of, you know, a lot of these places, especially if you're going into it for the first time, you're going into like some of these places, uh, these uh, online forums and stuff like that. People can be very uh, intimidating um, sometimes. And, you know, it's two things. Number one, they don't want to share the information uh, to you because they're afraid that you will outdo them. Or secondly, um, you know, they forget, you know, how hard and how difficult it was for them. And then lastly, you just have people who think that they know it all, right? And it's very intimidating going into these forums and, and having these questions and, and things. And, uh, you know, you want to mentor, you want to reach out to people, you know, to help you learn. And the only way that you're going to become a real good long signing agent is if you really get the opportunity to, to work with some people. Um, and a lot of folks in our, in our industry, it, you know, they can be very rigid. You know, the first thing that they talk about is low fees. Second thing they talk about is low fees. And then the third thing that they ta- talk about is low fees and why people are taking low fees. And that's annoying. So um, I reached out to Lacretia. I told I got she was like, what you do on Saturday? I was like, uh, nothing. She was like, you coming with me. And I was like, all right. Uh, <laughs> and I did. And I, I was I was just so. She made me feel extremely comfortable with her for the first time. We went in, she did her business, and she was like, uh, yeah, this is my witness. This is your witness, blah, blah, blah. We may need one. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to show them some things, da 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 Very matter of factly, I was nervous as shit. Uh, very matter of factly. And she just, you know, empowered me. She was just like, all right, look through these papers. And, you know, uh, I looked through them, and she was like, um, yeah, uh, Make sure there's no uh error. So I go through it, I was like, Yeah, we do she went back, she checked, and there was an error. And I went on about five signings with her and sometimes I, I you know, still open the idea of like going, you know, just going as, you know, from time to time uh with her. You know, because I think it's very helpful sometimes, you know, to, to do to just be able to to see outside of what you do and your expertise to 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 shadow with somebody else. So um She, I tagged along to one assignment. We met in Claremont, um, and uh, this customer actually got a little testy in in a particular situation um, that wasn't even um, her fault. Um, See, you get what I'm saying, Sashi? Because you know these old heads don't be wanna, don't be wanna give up their trade secrets because they scared. They scared. They think you're gonna take their secrets, but there's money out here for everybody, right? So uh, long story short, um, I did a couple signings with her. And, you know, Lucretia just she became more than a mentor. She became a really good friend of mine, uh, someone that I looked to for advice. She was like a big sister that I had, you know, uh, that I had I, never had. You know what I'm saying? Because not only was she giving me uh, experience uh, advice, she was also giving me life advice. You know, she's just super sweet and um, and I tell you, Creechia know how to get down, y'all. <laughs> She's cool as shit. So um, we definitely, uh, you know, we bonded really fast and she just gave me the ins and outs and this is what you need to look over. The very first sign-in that I had, she and I were on the phone when it was coming to the documents and she went through line by line. And that's rare, y'all. That, ain't, that doesn't happen too often. So my recommendation, my next lesson would be to ensure that you get a, a mentor, someone who's willing to teach you all that they know with no questions asked. It, there's no attachment. There's no, hey, man, um, I'll do this if you do this. It's just a matter of, hey, I I learned a lot and I want to give you the same. And, um, you know, like I said, we were the, our friendship was able to cross over that simply because of. You know, just her willingness to, to show me love in the very beginning. And she was she was all about trying to help me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a thing. It wasn't a situation where she was just like, you know, I ain't going to train you too much because you might not. Um, and y'all can tell that hit me to my heart because I've had people say that before, you know, in other other instances, you know, of the business. Um, not this particular business, but, you know, other businesses that I've been involved in. As my, you know, illustrious 20 uh, year customer service and sales experience, I've had people who've, who've been that way. And that's never fun. So, you know, she was she was uh, she was a homie. And, uh, you know, me and Grisha still talk to this day. So um, I was actually on the phone with her a couple of days ago. or uh, Yesterday, actually, I meant to call her back, but I completely forgot. <laughs> and she let she set the tone for me to be able to do the same thing for uh, a, a young lady named Crystal who was introduced to me by a coworker of mine who just came across as one of the videos that I was doing talking about my startup costs as being uh, a business owner, you know? And, uh, you know, me and Crystal, we clicked. And I told her the reason why I was doing this because Creecia did it for me. And I the only thing that I would want you to do is to do the same for somebody else. You know, when it comes up and you're able to do the same, we haven't closed our, uh, um, you know, we went on uh, two signings that day that she, uh, went with me and she was amazing. She was awesome. She needed to be a witness from one of the witnesses that I had. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was cool, you know, so um, be aware of your your upfront costs. They will be expensive. So depending on what your business is, you're going to have there's going to be overhead at you know at all times. And You just have to make sure that you set your prices accordingly to ensure that you get that money back. Um, or do your best to try to get it back, because sometimes there's just things that are just unrecoupable, and you know it just is what it is. You know, like customer experience—that's something that is un- unrecoupable. For for example, um, you mess up on a notary, you have to be open-minded about going back out there. You know what I'm saying? Whether you do it with uh, long signing companies or direct, you know. And the first thing you want—the first thing that may happen—is you get very like, you know, like oh, me. Cause that's how I was. Me, error? Fuck? Come on. Kind to find out. Yep, there was an error. You you did it wrong, and you have to do that walk of shame. Just be open minded and understand that that's just the way it's gonna be. That's what it is. You know, we are all human. You're gonna have errors, and that's just the way it's gonna be. Um, other things that I've I've learned as well. But anyway, uh, let me tie that up. So, Kresha became my mentor. Um, later on, I got an opportunity to interview Ayana, and that's how our friendship slash uh, relationship started. And she's actually going to be doing my notary meetup on Saturday, um, as well as Lucretia. Lucretia's doing my notary meetup and another young lady named Dana who, um, does the direct side of things and she's going to uh, be presenting too. So I'm very excited about that. We still got to go leave those groceries. Don't hold me to it. I hope you guys like it. Um, so that was, that was that, that was, um, you know, that situation. And then I would say by April, things started to kind of s- start checking along, you know, first week of April, I did like four signings. Second week of April, I actually, I did like four signings at the end of May or March. Um, April, I had had eight signings and then I had six in one week and then I had 12. And blah, 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 blah. By the end of that month of April, I had 25 signings. In a span of four weeks, I had 25 signings. Amazing, never done it before. Uh, <laughs> you know, March 13th and April 3rd, uh, April 25th, I had 25 signings on the books. Let me tell you what I did I signed up with Express Notary and all the places that you needed to sign up with to get your your notary. And a lot of companies make it super easy, but. What they don't tell you is, hey, you need to have experience, and they have you put in the amount of experience you have. And you know, I was told to lie. Um, which, to be honest, they can't, there's no way for them to validate your um, your commission. But I didn't do that. Um, so you get it. you you get um, discouraged about that too, because it's like, well, I, all I want is experience, and you guys keep telling me I need to get more signings, but yet you won't give me any. That's the proverbial circle that they put you in when you first start as a loan signing agent, and it's frustrating because it's like I ain't just start life. I've been on this earth for the one year. I mean, I know how to do a little song, song, and this ain't really all that hard. Kinda, not really, but kinda. And you, they don't give you the opportunity that you know you deserve because of their fear of. Because essentially they're taking a risk on you too, and I get it. I completely understand companies because I'm talking to the companies right now. I understand what you mean, but I'm just saying, like, how am I gonna get experience it if you ain't gonna give me none? So I did express notary, and if they you tell the story to them, or you try to do the same thing. On that, well, I'm I'm gonna tell you, uh, you lied because I didn't do it. But no, I, I signed up with them, and I remember it had gotten to like 30 bids that I had done at one point. I'm like, why well, ain't getting one. Why ain't getting one bid? So the way Express Notary works is they, you know, they have an assignment. You go in, um, you bid for it, and then they have the option to, when you're new, they have the option to accept your bid or decline it or give it to someone else. So anyway, I, I, at this point, I had gotten hip to the game that you might need to have a, you know, outside contact to be able to get, you know, through that circle. And uh, I reached out to their IT person because I I was really dumbfounded. I'm like, how? I don't understand. On some of these, I bid, yes. You know, I didn't, you know, adjust the price. How am I not getting it? So I I ended up calling their IT person. Their IT person, you know, said that they would check in and make sure that my uh, profile was fine. They checked it. They said it was fine. And I got something back from one of the directors um, from uh, Express Notary. And she was like, well, we expect you to have three. I think you needed to have three accepted and um, um, three accepted assignments before you get the accept button because Express Notary also has an accept button. So um, for the senior uh, uh, people um, who has a lot more signings on their belt, especially with their platform, that you have to have three before you get the accept button. So you don't have to go through that whole rigmarole. Uh, Bidding and then getting denied I use that same spin that I just Told you I was like hey you know I've been in sales for over X amount Of years 20 years I've done this over 20 Years I have an extensive you know You know military career and all these other things So although I Understand that you're wanting to protect Your company at the same time Too like you got to give me an opportunity Like you can't just keep using that As an excuse and besides your Website don't say that so What are we talking about so anyway, I ain't, I ain't do all that. I was, you know, y'all know how y'all be. be adding a little extra sauce on them. But she understood it. She was like, all right, cool. You know what? I'm going to give you this opportunity. The next three, you can't bid. But you just let me know. Here's my number and I'll make sure you get it. I said, All right. That's all I can ask for. An opportunity. So I um, bid on it. Got the first one. Did it. Came back. I think the first one was a HELOC. Never done a heat out before at this point. I'm scared. Look online, You know, on the YouTube. You can find anything on YouTube. Um, yeah, man. They are they be out here. They be out here holding the geese like that. Black girl, right? It's annoying. Nah. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, this this they they gatekeep like a mug. So uh we go out. I do it. And I, you know, I, I must have done a good job because I didn't hear anything. Um, that wasn't my first one. My first one was the one in the berry. In the barrier, I had to go back. Um, and I ended up catching my own mistake. Actually, Carisha caught my mistake. And she was like, you need to go back out there because we were on the phone together. Um, the, the the HELOC was the second one, which is a um, home equity line of credit. HELOC. Um, and then I had a couple refinances and I didn't be it like she told me to, uh, which was to the chagrin of my mentor, you know, um, she was happy that I kind of countered the whole you need experience kind of thing. But she was like, you should never take this for this. And that's another thing that I want you new notaries to learn. If you ever, or anybody out there, you have to figure out what is right for your business. Do not listen to the masses that tell you that you are going to take a loss. If you take this specific thing, now, this is not my, um, uh, I, this was handed to me from Crafty Notary, and I forget what she called it, but there are times where companies will take a loss to gain customers, you know? And sometimes in your business, if you want to stay afloat, $50 versus no dollars, $50 $50 is going to always be more than no dollars. I'm not saying that you need to go and, you know, for in, in the notary world, go out and say, you know, I'm going to go two hours and get a $50, uh, um, you know, assignment. No. But if it's in your 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 zip code, rather than trying to get 65 because you know that's what you normally do, take that 50. Is that 50 going to get you to the next 100. Or whatever other place you need to get. Okay? So you just have to learn. You just got to learn. You just have to learn what works best for you. And don't look for anybody else to tell you what it is. Only you can be the one to hold it down and explain that. You. Nobody else. Okay? So you ain't got to answer to nobody if you decide you want to take a $50 loan modification. Okay? And that's... It is what it is. You take that $50 and you be happy with it. So, um, and you'll get a lot of that, especially when you have people who are in the business and they do what you do and they understand and they know, but they forget that 10 years ago, they were in the same boat. Sasha agrees with me. 10 years ago, they they were in the same boat. They were just speaking for scraps to get that $50 because they were looking for their experience. And now they're in a position to say they have it and they want to look down upon you because you took it that work you don't. so um yeah you have to figure that out and what works best for your your business you really do um and i think that's really what set me apart you know what i'm saying i i I know how to do a long mile like with with my eyes closed you know what i'm saying they go for 55 60 sometimes they'll give me that rate that i'm looking for because i trust me your boy don't just take what they give you. I'd be like, okay, $50, 65 Sometimes they'll be like, all right, cool. We're going to give it to you. You know what, Reggie? You win one today. But sometimes it's like, we're going to give it to somebody else. Just because you bid against it doesn't mean they're going to always accept your bid. So $50, no dollars. $50, no dollars. I'll take the 50 That's just my philosophy. Um, what else? So uh, we're six months in now. And there's been a lot of growth. There was, I, And I can actually remember the specific time it started to make a turn for me. I think it was like the beginning of March where I felt like I had value involved in this. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know what? What you doing, Reggie, is good. And that's what you need to sell on. Um, so uh, the month of April, I, I think I, I don't know if I got as many. Um, actually, I did. I did get some off, you know, direct uh, work, you know, that came directly from loan signing companies, which is amazing. Um, I had a few people that actually <laughs> my dog, I had a few people uh, that reached out to me because at this time I had pulled up a Yelp and that came from Lucretia Okay Um, have a good rest of your day, Susan. Thank you for staying. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Okay Bye um, So um. Uh, and then all of a sudden it just hit like uh, when i got my um yelp page just started to hit and i started to get a lot more uh work and i think that also supplemented some of my income because i didn't do as many signings in um in March, may as i did in our, our april um and what i learned with you know uh general knowing work is you really do have to set yourself apart because there are a lot of people who do what you do. You know, they can go to UPS, they can go to uh, the bank and pay for it and do all these other things to get it done. But banks don't work, you know, they they have a certain amount of time and certain times they won't notarize certain things. So um, what I did with my Yelp is I made it a 24 hour thing to where people can, you know, reach out to me. There have been times where I have gotten bids you know, uh, for people, you know, for pricings um, at like two o'clock in the morning. Now, they're not asking me to come and notarize at their house at two o'clock in the morning. But what it does is because it shows that I'm open, it's like, okay, you know, it means it leads them to to understand that I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure they get taken care of you know, and by the time I get on the phone with them, I can negotiate a time frame that works best for both of us. You know what I'm saying? So my recommendation is to make sure that you have your business on Yelp and Google and also have your hours 24 seven. Okay. Um, and then you can kind of negotiate what works best because they understand that you have a life. Okay. Um, so that was another thing that I did. Um, marketing is a must and it's 24 seven. That does mean you have to go. And market yourself in a whole bunch of other places, a whole bunch of places, whether that be on uh, Wedding Wire for, you know, being a, uh, an officiant or, you know, going on, um, you know, some of these paid sites like uh, Notary Cafe, um, which I've gotten work from Notary Cafe, um, you know, to be able to um, advertise, you know, go beyond your four walls and your friends and your family because that world is always going to be small. You know, but make sure you market. Put on your Facebook that you're a notary. If you have LinkedIn, put it up. Put on notary. Put that you're a notary. Put that you're a long signing agent. Because all those things are going to set you apart. When people go and they hit that Goose and they search for that stuff, they're going to be able to see that you pop up. I'm number one in uh, Leesburg. I don't know how to, I'm number one in Leesburg, but I'm number one in Leesburg as a uh, top ten notary. Mobile notary, and that's because when I get my alerts on Yelp. I answer immediately, whether they respond back or not, I answer immediately. Um, what else? Definitely try to figure out a way to diversify your portfolio. Um, right now, general, not- uh, general notary is steady, but the loan signing is slowed down because the market uh, uh, interest rates are going up. Um, I've had quite a few loan modifications because of the time of the year you know, COVID is starting to you know die down and people are going back to work. Um, so those are still in abundance, but they, are, they don't pay as much because they have a low page count. Um, and you really have to kind of figure out things that are going to work for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to, at some point, if I can get some time, I am going to work out going to the hospitals um, and talk to the social service uh, uh, department to go and give my business cards and stuff like that to you know let them know because that's the way you can market you know signing some of those uh, medical documentations and things like that you know you can stamp those because you're a notary so that is something that I'm planning on doing um, and you know being active in these forms that are, are created by you if you don't know something um, ask you know keep a, a mentor relationship going on. You know, don't think because you've learned what you need to learn from them, you don't need them no more. You will always need them. You know, whether it's just for advice or to just vent about situations that you've had or to just, you know, uh, create, you know, uh, future opportunities. It's always to keep. It's always good to keep those lines of communication open. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Okay. I'm going to tell you all, thank you so much for listening. It was so fun. I had a lot of people shout out to to Black Curry, Sashi, uh, Mayor uh, Lehman for blowing up the comment section. I'm not including the people that I didn't even see on Facebook. I don't even know (laughs) Uh, because I didn't have my phone with me with me. But thank you guys so much. I've learned a lot. And ultimately, you just got to be flexible. Don't allow anybody else to tell you your value when it comes to what you bring to the table. What you bring to the table is you. And there ain't nobody else out there like you. Okay. And what you bring to the table matters. You just have to be able to put value in that. And not make it complicated. You know how many people I see. Uh, on a day-to-day basis that do this business and they have all these stipulations of what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, uh, who you, you know, if you're a customer, if I have to come back out there, that's another $45 fee. Don't make it complicated. I had uh, this customer, and I'm going to tell you guys real quick, this story real quick. I had a a, uh, civil union paper that I had to sign. The guy explained it to me, agreed to the price, you know, via text, and went out to go see him stamped all the documents, had the witness, all that other stuff um, that I needed to have, and it was all good to go. I said to him before I left, if you have any issues with the documentation, please feel free to reach out to me. I will come back out at no charge. Okay? The very next day, he tells me, oh, we made a mistake. And I'm like, me? What? Mistake? What are you talking about? One of these other little scrubs? No, no, no. What was, was... But that's in my head. That's ego talking. So I was like, okay, what was the mistake? He's like, oh, it looks like we got the wrong form. I'm supposed to know the form was wrong. I ain't never seen this form before. This is your form that I'm notarizing. I'm just notarizing your signature. And that the information that you say is in this document is true to the best of your knowledge and your ability. So, but anyway, I was just like, oh, okay, you know, absolutely. I'll be back out there. When is a good time for you? He said, you know, same time as yesterday. I was like, absolutely. I'll make sure I'm there. Um, the job initially was a twenty thirty five dollar job. It was a one cheater with a twenty five dollar travel fee. That ain't, that was quick math with the mileage. And he agreed. So I bet. I go back out there. And um, by the way, he tips. Um He tips. No, actually, it was thirty dollars. I'm sorry. Um, Ten for the uh, notarizing for the document and then 20 for the travel fee. And then he tipped me five. And then the very next day I went back out. I, you know, get the documents, uh, did all the stuff that I needed to do. And it turned out um, you know, finished, and he was like, Oh man, I'm so sorry that she had to come back out of here. And he was like, Oh, you know, was the charge? I was like, No charge. He goes, Well, I gotta at least pay for, I gotta pay you something. I said, like, Well, pay for my gas. Um, I didn't give him a dollar amount. He ended up tipping me another $25 20 for the gas, and then another five for the tip. I could have easily been like, Nah, son, you know. I didn't get anything wrong. Ego could have ran through me and I could have made that difficult. And now there's an additional $50 fee for me to come back out there. It was like, nah, it, it was the right thing to do. You know, and it just happened to pay forward. Now, I don't have people where I done did what I had to do and they ain't tip. And sometimes that's their right. That's, you know, it's okay. There's nothing you can do about it. You just, you know, gripe and move on. But there are times where you get more than what, you, what it's worth. And those are the times that you have to continue to celebrate when it gets low, when it's slow like it is in in, in, in loan signing companies. And remember that eventually we'll get back to that. OK, so I'm going to go for real for real this time. I appreciate each and every one of you. You guys know where to find me at Reggie's Expressions, R-E-G-G-E-E, apostrophe S, Expressions on Facebook and YouTube. And then you can find me at Reggie's Expressions and that's R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore Expressions on Instagram all right guys enjoy the rest of your day I hope this has been helpful for you and if you guys want to keep the conversation going you know where to find me on social media you can find me there and uh, yeah that's what I've learned so far I'm only five months in, six months in, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna continue to learn more and the more I learn the more I'm willing to put out to you guys so thank you so much Have a good rest of your day. And for those of you who are in Central Florida who happen to be notaries now, I am having a notary meetup at 12 p.m. June 11th at Venture X Studios at 100 East Pine Road in Orlando. Okay, parking is two dollars per hour. We would love to see you there. There is no entry and I'm very excited to be spearheading this on, you know, with three beautiful black women who know that shit, all right? You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. And until next time, it's been Reggie's Expressions. Energy's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.